The great debate in Chicago right now is whether the Bears should use an early draft pick on a quarterback or use those draft picks to build around Justin Fields. But I don't think it should be an either-or debate. They should do both. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook. Join the Locked On Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. And make sure you hit that subscribe button on the Locked On Bears YouTube channel to keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. On the show today... We look at the quarterback strategy for the Chicago Bears, not as an either-or proposition between Justin Fields or a rookie quarterback, but why not Justin Fields and a rookie quarterback? Keep Fields, make him your starter for next season, but also use your high first-round pick or one of your high first-round picks on a rookie quarterback and give you both options. Ensure that You've got to get one of these quarterbacks right and not limit yourself to just one or the other. We'll look at why that could give the Bears some real insurance at the quarterback position, why it might put this team in the best long-term position. We'll look at some of the questions about what that would look like as far as OTAs, minicamp, training camp, and regular season, the kind of pressure and distraction that could create for fields, but also where it mitigates some of the risks that come with just sticking with Justin Fields or moving on from Fields and just rolling with the rookie quarterback. To me, it feels like an equation that doesn't need to be so binary. To me, it makes a lot of sense to take more than one swing at the quarterback position. And I think the Bears are in a position right now where they can make such a move. Because if you think about it, If you go all in with Justin Fields, there's some risks there. We've only seen a season and a half of Fields and now like in this offense, and we've only seen him play at this elevated level towards the latter end of that. So we don't have a ton of of evidence behind or a ton of like body of work on what we've seen for Fields now. And of course, a rookie quarterback resets a lot of the a lot of the timeline and the quarterback evaluation game. And you don't know if that new guy's actually gonna be any better than what you have right now with Justin Fields. But if you take a rookie quarterback and keep Justin Fields, it can benefit the Chicago Bears in a lot of different ways. So you go into 2024 next season, Justin Fields is our starting quarterback. The rookie quarterback is essentially like your, I hate to use the the comparison, but like your Aaron Rodgers. He's going to sit as long as it takes, as long as your starting quarterback is the better option. And if Justin Fields comes back in 2024 and plays great, then you have his fifth year option for 2025 and he can play great on that year. 
before you have to sign him to a big long-term contract extension. And, you know, best case scenario for Justin Fields, he plays great for two seasons and gets a big deal. Guess what? That rookie quarterback that you drafted early in the 2024 draft is still going to have a lot of value. Other teams are going to see him and be like, man, I want that guy. I still want that guy. I wanted that guy when they drafted him. We haven't seen him in the NFL yet. We've seen him in the preseason, and he's looked good in the preseason. You could still get a large return for that player if, over the over the next couple of years, Justin Fields fully pans out and plays great and better to where you don't even need that rookie quarterback. But at least you had him there because the alternative scenario here is, you know, you start Justin Fields at the beginning of 2024, and, you know, maybe it's the, there's a setback. Maybe he struggles again. Maybe... There's an inconsistency that, you know, we just haven't seen Fields at this point dominate for extended periods of time, but we've seen great moments and great stretches from Fields, and certainly there's an injury history there as well. And if, if for whatever reason, Fields struggles or Fields gets hurt or Fields over the course of next season gives you more of a feeling still that, you know, he's not the guy. He's good, but not enough to put the franchise over, and there's still limitations there. Then you've got the rookie quarterback behind him ready to go, who can step in and be your next long-term option at the quarterback position. He would be Justin Fields' insurance. And along the way, that rookie quarterback gets to sit and learn and watch and grow and develop. And you've got a minimum of two years of Justin Fields on rookie contract plus fifth-year option, you know, relatively, I mean, fifth-year option will be a bigger number, but relatively cost-controlled quarterbacking. So you're not going to be paying a fortune for Fields at that time while you also have the rookie going there. Then a couple years down the line, you could decide, okay, is Fields worth paying or do we let him go and move on to this rookie quarterback that we've been developing for a couple of seasons? Like to me, like worst case scenario, if you draft, a, if you draft the rookie quarterback and keep Fields is yeah, Fields struggles and you have to go to the rookie or maybe even Fields struggles early in training camp. And right away, you know, the rookie looks great. I mean, I guess worst case scenario is that neither quarterback is good long-term, but I would rather have two swings at the quarterback position. I, I have, there's some percentage chance that Justin Fields is the guy, you know, put whatever number you want, whatever you personally believe that number to be, whether that's 30%, whether that's 70% or somewhere in between, like whatever number of percentage you think Fields is the guy, plus whatever percentage chance that this rookie quarterback that you draft is the guy. And you have both probabilities to get the quarterback position right, because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. That is what has held this franchise back for my entire lifetime and many of your entire lifetimes and maybe the entire history of the franchise. I don't know if you call it Sid Luckman, but like this Bears franchise has never been able to fully consistently get the quarterback position right for the long term. That's the number one goal. It doesn't matter whether that's Justin Fields or it's someone else. The goal is to get the quarterback position right. Why not have more than one swing at the quarterback position in that way. You don't want to give up on Fields just yet because he could still be the guy. Great. Hold on to him. But you're not 100% positive that Fields is for sure never going to let you down and be for sure the franchise guy for the next 15 years. So you have the rookie quarterback there as a backup option, an insurance policy, just in case. It's it's the best of both worlds. And you still have another first-round pick and a bunch of other draft picks and a bunch of salary cap space to still build around the quarterback position just because you can't use that one pick on a premier player doesn't mean you won't still be able to properly support the quarterback in Chicago. The main downside I see is the distraction and the pressure that that creates for Justin Fields when you've got the rookie quarterback right behind him breathing down his neck. But I'm not sure that that's a greater pressure than Fields is facing right now and whether or not that's 
still worthwhile for the Chicago Bears. We'll look at that dynamic that might exist when you have Fields and a highly drafted rookie quarterback next on Locked On Bears. The Locked On Bears podcast is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Time is here to help you get tickets for all of your favorite live events, whether it's your Chicago Bears taking on the Detroit Lions this weekend. And as I look on the Game Time app on my phone right now, the cheapest tickets at Soldier Field, $128. But also you can get lower level tickets for 216 is the lowest lower the cheapest lower level ticket I'm seeing on my Game Time app right now. And with Game Time, you can see your view from the seats so you always know what you're going to be getting with Game Time. Not just for Bears games though, uh live shows of any kind, theater events, comedy, uh music, concerts, you name it, they have it at Game Time. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem our code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. If the Chicago Bears bring back Justin Fields and draft a rookie quarterback with the number one overall pick or wherever their pick ends up in this year's draft class. Certainly, there's going to be kind of an ongoing quarterback controversy there, right? Everyone will wonder when the rookie quarterback is going to take over. How long is the leash for Justin Fields? Every Fields is good, would be constantly asked about the rookie quarterback and the relationship between the two of them. The rookie quarterback would be asked about Fields and when he's going to be ready to take over and what that development process might look like and how those two get along and how, you know, how they manage reps at practice. Who gets all the first team reps? Who gets the second team reps? How do they handle that in the quarterback room? I mean, it's all stuff that we saw with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And then we saw with Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love to, to a lesser extent in Green Bay. I mean, it's tough with those guys because they were you know, starter was a hall of famer and the backup was a relatively unknown as opposed to Justin Fields, who's not that at this point in the process, right? There wasn't necessarily this immediate pressure of like, if Favre struggles, Rogers is going to take over. Or if Rogers struggles, Jordan Love was going to take over. But we haven't seen it quite like this where, you know, it's not a bridge quarterback who's just a placeholder for the rookie. It's genuinely a quarterback that you believe can be a quality starter for your team. And you're not just looking at your watch, biding your time, waiting for fields to mess up so that you can get the rookie in. You're legitimately saying as an organization, as a coaching staff, as a team, we don't care which of these two quarterbacks is better. We're not personally invested in it being fields or it being the rookie. Just get the best quarterback out there for the football team. And so I think if you're transparent about it in that way, and you frame it properly, I don't think it has to be a huge distraction for the franchise. And I don't think it's going to be some sort of unwieldy pressure on Justin Fields because the pressure already exists on Justin Fields. I don't know how Justin Fields can have more pressure in that scenario than he already has right now. Justin Fields is still playing for his job for the future of the Chicago Bears right now. If Justin Fields plays poorly the rest of the season, the Bears will move on from him and draft a rookie quarterback. Like that's the the reality he faces right now. Every performance from here on out and 
the previous performances we've seen are all under a microscope. Is he making the right decisions? Is he improving? Is he developing as a quarterback? Does he look like the guy the franchise should be built around and believe in? And does he look good enough to pass on a rookie quarterback in his place? He's already got that pressure on his shoulders that every mistake is amplified for his future as the Chicago Bears starter and as a starter in the NFL. So I don't know how much more that pressure really ratchets up when you draft the quarterback, because sure, maybe the difference is that when you have the rookie quarterback, like there's an actual QB behind him to bench him for, but the, the outcome is the same either way, right? If, if fields struggles this season, like still this season, like the pressure on him right now is to succeed. And if he struggles, they get rid of him. If you, if you apply that to next season, when you got the rookie quarterback, if he struggles, they get rid of him. Like in both equations, if he struggles, he's out of a job. In one occasion, in one in one situation, he's got the rookie quarterback directly behind him. In the current situation, he doesn't have the rookie quarterback behind him, but he's got the rookie quarterback in front of him on the calendar. Like he still has the threat of a rookie quarterback in both in both scenarios. In in what he's facing right now, and what he would be facing next year, it's play well or you're going to be replaced by a rookie quarterback. The only difference is right now, the rookie quarterback's not physically here as opposed to in the, in the, this scenario when you draft him, the rookie quarterback would be physically there, but I don't feel like the pressure is any different because the stakes are the same. Play well or lose your job to the rookie. Just happens to have the rookie right there with him. And maybe you could argue the rookie is taking reps from him or whatever, and sure. But I think the broader picture here for the Chicago Bears is like, yeah, m- maybe it is harder on Justin Fields. But from a franchise perspective, right, the goal is not to make it as easy as possible for Justin Fields. The goal is to get a franchise quarterback, get the best possible quarterback for your franchise. And so if Fields can play really well this season and play really well next season with a rookie quarterback behind him, he's still your guy. Like you're not you're not doing this as a plan to move on from Justin Fields. You're doing this as a plan to make sure you've got a quarterback on your team. And so Fields is under that pressure right now. And if he can play well in that pressure right now, why can't he play well in that pressure again next season if the rookie quarterback is behind him? He's had plenty of pressure throughout his football career. He's had pressure since he came to Chicago. He had pressure as an Ohio State quarterback where there's always another really good quarterback behind you at Ohio State. He had pressure at Georgia trying to win a competition there and ended up transferring like he had pressure in high school. This is this is not someone who's you know going to crack under the intensity of, oh man, I got to compete and play hard for my job. I got to be tough. Like that's that's what Justin Fields has always done. All this would be is the Bears giving themselves an insurance policy that can still you can still cash out on if Justin Fields is the right guy. And then at the end of the day, like that's more important than maybe of trying to avoid a potential distraction for Justin Fields. Like I, I get it. It it would suck for Fields. You want to have the, you want to be the guy that you feel like the franchise is fully confident in you. But the rookie quarterback doesn't have to be a a vote of lack of confidence. It's a vote of insurance policy. It's a vote of, hey, if you're still good, we'll trade the rookie and keep you. Like, no worries. Like, you know, all you got to do, Justin, is keep playing well. That's the that's the end of the that's the end of the equation. And the Bears can be transparent about that. Ryan Poles, whoever the head coaches can say, listen, we drafted quarterback blank. Caleb Williams, Drake May, whoever. All Justin needs to do is play well, and he will be our starting quarterback as long as he keeps playing well. And that's true today, just as it would be true then after they draft that quarterback. So that's why it seems to me so worthwhile 
to make that happen because it to me it mitigates so much of the risk of just keeping Justin Fields and hoping things keep going well or moving on from Justin Fields and hoping that the rookie quarterback happens to be the better option. Neither one of those is a sure thing, but if you have both, I like the idea of having two lottery tickets instead of one. We'll look at the risks that come with the either or thinking on this and why the both solution seems to mitigate a lot of those risks, not entirely, but mostly next on Locked on Bears. The Locked on Bears podcast is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical, makers of the Jace case. The Jace case is here to provide you with all of your life-saving antibiotics that you have in case of an emergency. I've got my Jace case and it's a great peace of mind for me because as we've heard recently, the FDA says pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of flu season and uh, particularly bad flu season, flu and RSV definitely on the rise this winter and it can be scary. But when you have a Jace case, you've got that peace of mind to know you've got the medication on hand. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, stuff that could happen to any of us. Just visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. They'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will then be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use our promo code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Keeping Justin Fields as the Bears quarterback and drafting other players that aren't quarterbacks carries some risks for the Chicago Bears in the long term. Trading Justin Fields away and drafting a rookie quarterback at the first overall pick or whenever carries a different set of risks for the Chicago Bears. Keeping Justin Fields and also drafting a quarterback reduces some, if not most, of the risk that comes with that. It gives you double the chances of finding your quarterback. If you just keep Justin Fields and say, yes, we're bringing Fields back, we're maybe getting him a new coach, maybe not, whatever, however you want to go about that, but you know, we're, we're getting him a better offensive staff, and then we're going to use the salary cap space to keep adding players on offense and keep adding to this defense. We're going to use that number one or number two overall pick, whatever it ends up being, plus that you know, wherever else the Bears draft the first round to get more weapons, more pass blockers, more defensive players to keep building this team around the quarterback position. That That's great. And it puts Justin Fields in the best position to be successful. But as we've kind of discussed, there's we, we haven't seen yet definitive 100% proof that like, yeah, Justin Fields is good to go. There's no, no question he's the guy. There's still some question he's the guy, right? I think we can all, even if you're the biggest Justin Fields fan in the world, like I'm not here to say Justin Fields is not the guy, but we don't know for sure that Justin Fields is the guy. We've seen him play a lot better lately. We've seen him grow in a lot of the ways that we want him to grow, but we haven't seen him really sustain high output for a consistent period of time. We see the plays, we see games, we see great games, from Justin Fields, and then we see setbacks. We see a game where he maybe struggles a little bit more. We see him get hurt, and that interrupts it. We see games where the offense, you know, just can't finish drives with touchdowns and are settling for field goals. And sure, plenty of those reasons and plenty of the reasons that Justin Fields has setbacks 
are beyond his control. You know, you can blame offensive staff, you can blame receivers, you can blame offensive line throughout different portions of his Bears career. But for one reason or another, we just haven't seen Justin Fields prove definitively that he is the guy. You can have the opinion that he is the guy in your eyes, but that even like that comes with, you know, you're guessing, right? You're, you're projecting that, okay, I, I think he's going to be good enough moving forward to be the guy, but we don't know that we need to see that we need, you know, we want a body of work, a track record that says like, yes, we've seen Justin Fields consistently perform at a very high level in the ways that are sustainable for success to give us the confidence that he's the guy and the bears don't need to move forward. So if you go all in on Justin Fields for next season, without having that, there's still a chance that, you know what, he struggles again and that, you know, there's a slow pickup again and that you go through next season still feeling like, okay, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. And you find yourself, I don't want to say quarterback purgatory, but hovering around there where you're still like, sometimes he's good enough and sometimes he's not. And where does that leave you as a team? Is that, is that good enough to get this team where it wants to go. The answer, I'm not, I'm not here to say Justin Fields is not the guy. I'm here to say, we don't know that for sure. And that there's still a chance he might not be the guy. There's still a chance he is the guy. And that's, that's why I like the idea of keeping him around. But I don't like the idea of just having that as my only, my only option is it's Fields or else we're screwed. Because that's kind of what you end up with if you don't take a quarterback here. You're, it's Fields, you're all in on Fields. In the alternative, there's a lot of risk that said, that comes with Moving on from Fields and saying, yeah, he's not good enough. He hasn't been consistent enough. Let's go get Ryan Poles, his rookie quarterback. Let's go get the new coaching staff, their rookie quarterback. Restart with the with the GM, the head coach, and the quarterback aligned. Not inherited, but aligned. There's a lot of appeal to that. But like any rookie quarterback, you don't know if the rookie you draft is going to be any good. And we've seen such a stark difference between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud this year. It scares you, right? When quarterback's taking one and two and the number two is better than the number one. And if the Bears are picking number one, you know, making sure you got the right guy. And plenty of number one quarterbacks have not panned out. Plenty of number two quarterbacks have not panned out. Drafting a quarterback early is no guarantee that they're going to be great. And so you just, you can, there's a chance you can restart this whole process that we're in with Justin Fields. We draft the rookie and three years from now, we're sitting here asking ourselves, man, is he the guy or is he not? And you don't really feel like you've ended up anywhere farther along than you have been right now. But if you keep Justin Fields, then... That rookie has more time to develop and grow and learn and perhaps avoid some of the early mistakes that they might have made if they were thrust into the starting lineup right away as a rookie quarterback. Sure, you could sign a veteran bridge quarterback, but that just kind of becomes, you know, a, a Andy Dalton, Mike Glennon kind of situation all over again where everyone's just waiting for that guy to, to get out of the way so we can see the rookie quarterback. And that guy never really stood a chance in the first place. Keeping Justin Fields is still a guy who stands a chance, still a guy we want to see be successful, still a guy we can believe in but also have the rookie quarterback behind him. Like, sure, there's a chance within that that Fields struggles next season and the rookie quarterback is the wrong guy, but at least you got two swings at it instead of being all in on Fields or all in on a rookie. Like, say it's a 50-50 chance at each. I'd rather have two 50-50 chances than one 50-50 chance. I don't, my probability math is not good enough there on, on what the odds are that it seems like it would be a, a 25% chance then that both quarterbacks are bad a 50% chance that one of the quarterbacks is good and a 25% chance that both of the quarterbacks is good. If they're both, if, if we just, if we oversimplify and say 50, 50 chance that field is good or field is bad, 50, 50 chance that the rookie quarterback is good or the rookie's bad. You multiply those 75% chance that one or both of those quarterbacks is good. 25% chance that both are bad. I like those odds better than 
the 50-50 hypothetical here, oversimplification that one of these, you know, that just one of these paths alone is the solution for the Bears. And I still think you have enough salary cap space and enough other draft picks this year that you can keep fields, draft the quarterback, and still do a lot to make the team better around both quarterbacks. Like using your first draft pick, a big draft pick, but one pick on a quarterback while keeping fields is not such an extreme allocation of your resources that you can't do anything else this offseason to help the quarterback. Right? It's not it's not support fields or draft a quarterback. It can be support fields and draft a quarterback. And to me, like the quarterback position is so important to get right. You have to find a way to get the quarterback right. Why not give yourself the best chances of that? Why not give yourself the best odds? Another lottery ticket where fields is a lottery ticket, the rookie quarterback is a lottery ticket. One or both can be the jackpot. Maybe neither one is, but I like the idea of having two of those lottery tickets instead of one. And that's why I think the Bears shouldn't think of it as an either or proposition. Keep Draft the quarterback, keep Justin Fields, trade whichever one you don't need down the line. And you're still going to get a pretty good return on that investment. It's not going to be another number one overall pick when you trade whoever you trade. But like you, you got you're going to get something more than, you know, some late round seventh round pick or anything like that. Somebody else is going to want either that future Justin Fields or that future rookie quarterback to see if they can do more with them than what the Bears did with them because their other Bears quarterback ended up playing well. That's my Bears quarterback solution that I'm not really hearing a lot of other people talking about at this point. I'd love to hear what you think the Bears should do. What do you think of this two quarterback strategy? Not two QBs on the field, but two quarterback building strategy to give yourself the best option to make this quarterback position work in Chicago. Tweet us at Lockdown Bears, post in the Lockdown Bears Facebook group or on Instagram at Lockdown Bears as well. You can leave a comment here in the YouTube channel for Lockdown Bears. However you do it, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's going to be the best way to keep up with all of our daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. Thank you for making Lockdown Bears your first listen today. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Come on back tomorrow. We're going to talk Jim Harbaugh. I know not everybody wants to hear it. And I'm not here to come in and necessarily, you know, tell you you're wrong for your Jim Harbaugh opinion, whether you like him or don't. But I want to get into some of the dynamics here of like, okay, how do we feel about Michigan's success and when they've had it? How do we feel about the suspensions and the cheating scandal? How do we feel about Harbaugh as an NFL coach versus a college coach? And how would we feel about that in Chicago as the replacement for Matt Eberflus, what that would mean for Justin Fields, what that relationship with Kevin Warren is like, and, and certainly there's been some power struggle stuff with Harbaugh and since San Francisco in the past when it comes to Ryan Poles. Jim Harbaugh is a very complicated evaluation for the Chicago Bears. I think is not as black and white as I think we've seen people make it where either Harbaugh's a great coach, go get him, or no, Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's a cheater and all this, other, you know, and he's a distraction and all that stuff. Don't go get him. I, I, there's a lot of gray in between the black and white with Harbaugh that's really interesting to me and I really want to parse out on tomorrow's podcast, so come on back for that. And of course... You have to come back for your next opportunity to bear down.